people pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I am talking with Jamie Martin. She is the lead editor for RuPaul's Drag Race, as well as some other things. The series is currently up for an Emmy for Outstanding Picture Editing for a Structured Reality or Competition Program. I had a great time talking with Jamie, and I hope you enjoy this interview. How did you get involved in editing? I got involved in editing seriously since high school. I had a project in high school for an English class and it was retelling the stories that we'd been reading that year in a film form. And it was my first time really even understanding that editing was a profession or, you know, something that was part of film. And I got so consumed with that project and other projects in high school where it was like, I could sit and do that for six, 10, 12 hours and not realize the time was passing. And I really connected with it so much that I realized that's what I want for my job is it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying myself for that long and I'm being challenged by it. And from there, I went to Chapman University and I studied editing. And after I graduated, I moved to LA and I started picking up small editing jobs and very thankfully found my way onto this RuPaul's Drag Race show. And it's been an amazing journey for the last 11 years. I'm sure that you pay attention to editing a lot more than other people that just watch stuff. Were there particular TV shows or films or anything that really inspired you and that really said, oh, wow, I want to cut like this? I think it's like a tricky thing with editing, actually, because I feel like behind every successful TV show and film, there is a wonderful editor. If you are focused on the emotion of the actual storyline, then the editor is doing their job without you being super aware of it. But there are shows right now that I just am impressed with how their style of editing is something that like I can relate to and pick up on and aspire to do myself. Some of those shows are How To with John Wilson. I don't know if you've seen that. It's an HBO show. And the comedy in it is very strongly linked to editing juxtaposition of a funny visual or an ordinary visual, but a juxtaposition with what the narrative is trying to tell you. And I think that is very impressive. Take very ordinary things and transform them through a juxtaposition of oddity almost. And I think that's, I love that show. That's an amazing, inspiring show. How does editing a reality show differ from editing, say, just regular narrative? I think there's a lot of similarities, but you think about motivates your edits and it's always your, you want to be driven by emotion. And I think that's true in reality and scripted. I think in reality, you don't have a clear roadmap to what that emotion is sometimes. And so you go, the production team will go out and capture real emotions, non-actor emotions, and the story team has to back their way into it and say, well, that was the emotion we're now trying to convey to the audience. That this is this was this person's journey. And so as the editor, we have to really supplement that in a different way than I feel like scripted because we don't have actors and we're really trying to convey the emotion that we are 
was present on set that happened organically. So I think that's a big difference in that we don't have a clear roadmap when they set out to film, but similar in that we're both trying to find the best emotion and convey that to the audience. I know when we're watching, say, like a RuPaul's Drag Race and we're like, okay, they're really concentrating on so-and-so this week, probably means they're either going to win or they're going to get sent home. There's got to be that thing that you do, but you also are trying not to make things obvious, I imagine. Clearly, we're trying to tell the story of each queen and their interaction with the competition. We are still We still have to tell how they prevailed or didn't live up that week. But we really try to include all the queen's voices in ways like cutaways. And I think that's where I take in um, kind of that fun juxtaposition of what's going on without actually interrupting the narrative. Maybe it's someone who's not part of the conversation can add a cutaway or a, just a reaction shot, a nonverbal reaction shot. And just by that, you can get a deeper understanding of the room of the tone of the room and how everyone else is reacting to the two main players, maybe of the conversation. So I think that's a really fun part of editing is that you're able to convey those little snippets through very quick cutaways or a quick line in an interview from a queen who's observing. And I think that really changes how the audience is able to feel the entire story of the room. So even though it may be between the top queen and the bottom queen that you're really trying to tell their story, everyone's being present along the way of those journeys as well. I imagine that there are probably some queens that really give good cutaways versus others. Tell me if I'm wrong, but Bianca Del Rio probably gave you some of the best cutaways of any queen. Even if a queen is not, you wouldn't think they were super strong at cutaways. They can still have genuine reactions in the moment, but people like Bianca Del Rio, I think there are definitely people who are more confident on being filmed and can really let their personality shine through with a with minimal effort. They are very fluid in how they are able to present comedy and those things. People like even Chi Chi. It's this like ability to be yourself and give the funny reaction shots because you're actually paying attention to what's going on in the room. I think that's when you find the real gold in the reaction shots is people who are really interested in their competitors and their friends in the room. When it comes to the post interviews where you're cutting them back and recounting, this is my emotion at the time, those kind of things. Are those all shot at one time or are those shot throughout the year? They are not shot at one time. I think that's a very special part of our show. A lot of reality shows will do them after or do pickups after the production is over. And we don't do that. It's pretty, you know, within a day or two of an event happening, they're going to be interviewed about those days of filming. So I feel like our reactions and our storylines always stay very genuine because we're getting very close to the moment that it happened. There are wrap-up interviews with the queens who are still in the competition closer to the end. And there may be some, well, we know that we know now that this is where your journey went. So maybe do you want to comment on something that happened earlier? But generally it is very close to when it was filmed. Is everything locked before the season starts to run, or are you guys still working on stuff as the new season is premiering? So like with season 15, 
when episode one aired, we probably had the first four or five episodes locked. And then we were still in edit for the rest of the season during that. We have a good lead time, but we're still editing as it's airing. It's already been filmed. Like it had been filmed over the summer and then we edited through the fall and the spring or through the spring. But yeah, we don't want to take anything that's not in the moment and put it earlier in, in each queen's story because it wouldn't be helpful to anyone's tracking of the story. What are you actually using to edit? We edit on Avid. We have been for five seasons now. We're a final cut gig for a while there, but we're on Avid now. And how many folks actually do the editing? It's you and how many people, or is it just you? We are really lucky in that we only have a four-person team for the entire season. And that's in the in terms of a reality competition show, that is extremely small. Usually you're like in the 10 to 14 for an entire season. So we're only four editors across the entire season. Sometimes we'll pick up some help for the reunion and finale because they're so quickly shot and need to be turned around. But with just four of us, we really all have to be able to edit all parts of the show. And we're not just taking an episode each. We're all collaborating at the same time. And all of us have been on for at least five seasons now. I've been on since season five. So this is my 10th season of the main show. But we all know the show so much and the history of the show. And you know how it's so self-referential. I think that really helps in the edit that we're able to play with that. So I'm really thankful that we're also collaborative on this show. It is really strange that it's been around so long now that Queens are the show now that grew up watching the show, which is just bizarre to me. Yeah, it's bizarre, but it's it's so incredible to see. Honestly, these are people who grew up seeing the inspiration of RuPaul and other contestants and how there's like such a wide spectrum of this art form that I feel like you're getting lots of different brands of queens because they feel, I feel like they've been able to see people be encouraged and empowered to do these different brands of drag. And I, I love being able to see the, the younger queens do that type of stuff. What's some of the toughest things that you have to do when it comes to editing the show? Some of the bigger challenges are things like this season, we had 16 queens, right? And so we really do care about each queen's journey on the show, even if it's short. So we really try to give them small moments, even if they're not on the show very long and portray, give the audience something uh, that they can latch onto and feel like they know that character. So that's been increasingly challenging as we've gotten more cast members because we only have so much runtime. So that's challenging. Other challenges are, are things like every episode on our show is a different flavor. We have such a big differentiation between challenges every week. It will be like a sewing challenge or a comedy challenge or an acting challenge or, oh, actually this week it's a news magazine type feel. And so we have to change our entire style, but we still want it to feel like drag race. And so it's knowing our brand and our style enough to be able to bend and incorporate different elements of the challenge per week. We pull new music every week. We don't have our set, a set library of music that we, it's like, that's it. And we don't add to it. We are constantly adding, constantly changing graphics per each challenge and adjusting things like that. 
So I think that is a huge challenge in our show is that it's not something that we can ever rest on our laurels on. We are always being pushed to think how we can adapt to a different challenge every week. I've been on it for 11 years now, and that's why I keep coming back, honestly, because it's so challenging and fun to be able to do those types of things. It's always a challenge as an editor to pick up a different style for just an episode and go, okay, how am I going to adjust this to our show and make it feel still draggy and and fun with this, with our story elements. So I think that's a huge challenge of working on this show. I can't even imagine how long some of these sequences go on naturally before you start to edit them. Say one of the roast challenges, because they get up and they tell, I would say at least five minutes of material, maybe more, I don't know, but then you're cutting it down to, this is a great joke. This one really bombed. And you're just going through and cutting all of these Queen's bits to just that little bit. And then we might get some more later on, or we might get some more in the after show. That's got to be really challenging for you. Yeah, it is. Some Queens, they're always given it for things like the comedy challenge. They're always given kind of a parameter of how long they want them to speak. And some Queens really stick to that and some Queens don't. So it's easier for some Queens than others honestly feel very privileged that we always have a wealth of material for that type of stuff. It's not like we're ever like, oh no, we don't have anything that we could show for this five minutes of this queen doing a comedy challenge. Honestly, as someone who's who does not do public speaking very well, I'm always very impressed with these queens and how they're able to come up with things like that. It is challenging to get it down to time, but we always have to focus on conveying to the audience what the final outcome was. And it's if the final outcome is through and the judges saw a prevalence of this type of joke or too many of these, that guides our edit a bit. Do you feel that the song Blame It on the Edit is about you? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) There's definitely a feeling of some queens that, that the edit doesn't portray them how they wish they were portrayed. And I I certainly understand that, again, as someone who does not like being in front of camera. And all I can say is that we try to tell all the Queen's journeys as accurately as possible. Some of that is if I am reacting to how something someone else said something and that affects my journey in the competition, the editor has to show that effect in them. The Queen who may have instigated something doesn't like how that's portrayed, but that did affect the other Queen's journey in the competition. And so it wouldn't be fair to the other queen to not show that event happened and maybe threw them off or push them to go harder or something like that. And so it's a delicate balance. We never are trying to throw anyone in under the bus. It's really just trying to portray everyone's journey as accurately as possible. Who's the final arbiter? When you put together a show, are you running it past the producers or anything? Or are you that final gate? I personally work with our EPs and with our network representatives to get notes and improve edits after we we do our first rough cut. So it's always collaborative. We're always bouncing ideas off each other and just trying to make the show as good and as strong as we can. I personally, the one who locks each episode, but that is definitely like a collaborative effort throughout my entire team in terms of we go through rounds and rounds of notes with EPs and with the network. So, Do you untucked as well, or is that somebody else? I do not cut untucked. That's an entirely different team. And 
super fun. I always enjoy watching Untucked when I can turn off my drag race editor brain when I watch it because it's like a treat for me to watch the queens live in a different space, even though it's the same space, but different tone. Untucked does an amazing job giving a different perspective on the queens. They're more relaxed. It's fun to see them just being able to breathe a minute and how their interactions change a little bit. How long would you say that one episode takes to edit? It really changes through the season. Our first few episodes, because there are so many queens and we're working so hard to get as much personality and story across in the first few episodes, I would say the first few episodes were like probably between six to eight weeks from start to finish in locking. Sometimes a little longer. Sometimes it might be we're going to get episode one in kind of a good position and then we're going to do it work on the next few episodes to make sure everything's tracking if there's a specific storyline. And so the first episode might not be entirely locked until that eight week moment. But then as we get closer and closer to air, we generally, our timeline gets much shorter. Part of that is because just like I said, when there's less queens there, it's much easier to tell those storylines in our time and a less juggling act towards the end of the season. Later in the season, we're down to three, four weeks between start and lock. And then the finale and the reunion are their whole own deal because those are like a week. (laughs) It's like filmed on a Wednesday, Thursday, and then we like air the next Friday. Those are always like, okay, buckle down. Like, here we go. In a week, we want to be sure that we don't want any spoilers or anything for who the top four are. So they are shot very quickly. Those are really intense weeks. They're on our calendar for a long time in advance being like, don't book anything. (laughs) No extra doctor's appointments or anything those weeks. It's a big push to get those ones out the door. And uh, again, so thankful to have the editing team that I do have because we all are very involved in every episode. We know all the Queen's storylines. It's not like, oh yeah, what was episode three about? What was this? No, we know exactly where everybody's story is up until that point. And it makes it a lot easier to just all of us jump in and get those episodes together. How do you even keep track of all that footage? Because there must be hundreds of hours for each episode. We have a story team as well. So we have story and story assists who help us get strings together for laying the foundation for where each queen's journey is going to go. And then that really guides our edit in terms of we need know we need to focus on these moments and We'll dig in from there and find personality moments that we can add as well. But very fortunate to have the great story team that we do have. Are you working on anything right now? Over the summer, I worked on another World of Wonder production called Bring Back My Girls. During DragCon, they film all of these panels with a lot of the most recent seasons of Drag Race across the world. And so I edited those together with another one of our Drag Race editors. Jamie, thank you so much for your time. This was terrific talking with you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for talking. Blame it on the edit. Blame it on the edit. You already know who I am. You know what the fuck I do.
action crew Baby, nice to know If they throw you a bone You the type coming back with an attitude I ain't your enemy Keep that same energy You the only one trying to sabotage you I'm studying you Man, I got my own business Who got the time for these disgruntled chickens? Bitch, if you wanna be pointing a finger Just know that the other four pointing at you These bitches playing These bitches playing Ain't nothing scripted What they saying Bitch, what you saying If, 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 if You're looking for the one who just played you Mirror, mirror, what you probably afraid to? Uh, ring, ring, bitch, it's for you. You won't believe the call is from your own room. Hey, hey, the ill nana, ego playing tricks on ya. The ooh la la, nobody trying to shit on ya. Big mama, you make her wanna say ha ha. Daddy, say what you want, but the truth remains unbothered, <laughs> darling. Okay, she wanna blame it on that edit. Blame it on that edit. She wanna blame it on that edit. Blame it, blame it on the edit. Edit, gonna take the credit, bitch. You the one who said it. Oh, so now you're trying to regret it. Uh, blame it on that edit. Uh, edit. Uh, tell me I don't got the juice. Heavy is the head that rocks the crown. Watch me blow up out the roof. Let me rock your body down to the ground. Real no matter what you say And what you say really don't mean a shit to me I don't need you to believe I enjoy being a queen <laughs> Anything you wanna see Life ain't nothing but a dream I like what I, what I see When I look at, look at me Anything you wanna be Life ain't nothing but a dream I like what I, what I see When I look at, look at me Blame it on that. If you feel me though, all right, it's all love, like really though. Oh, she wanna talk 